morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest, and it is dark down here. I thought if I'd put, like, a sunrise on the TV, it would kind of make it look more, because it's still, like, I do the night shows, and, and this fits with the night shows. This doesn't necessarily fit with the morning shows so much, because it's just super dark, but it didn't You help. should get a window on your TV so that our windows can line up. Do they have that? Good morning, everybody. Christian, Purple Princess, HDF Kids, Lori, Diane. Good morning, you guys. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, Becca and I are going to talk about some stuff today. We've got yeah, we're going to talk about some stuff. So, window. I don't know. It was just a, our backgrounds kind of like men together anyway. So, I was just, if you got a window on your side and my window's open, maybe you could get a cross breeze from my window through your TV. Uh, I, I could use a cross breeze right now. I got the heater on right now because it's cold as shit on here. Um, window. Apparently, YouTube. Window view. Look at that. There you go. Hey, it's a beach window. It's There you go. Hours. There we go. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, that's fabulous. Nice. Look at that. <laughs> oh, I that's love like, it. Like it. It looks like you can almost like, reach out real. and open it. That's crazy. <laughs> I love oh, that. Oh, I'm here What's for this. There's, now? That is my new thing now. There's thousands of them too. Like there's thousands of different kind of windows that you could look. It looks like I'm at a beach, but in a dark basement. Hello. Hello. UV. Hello. You got Welcome that basement life. beachfront property shit. I do. It's my oceanfront. What do they call it? What's that song? George Strait sings it. Uh, oceanfront property in California. You can't or something. Caroline. I don't remember. Texas. Oklahoma. <laughs> you want to go through all just stop me i don't know <laughs> just stop me golly good you morning start, you gotta start at the beginning though and go in alphabetical order i know um okay so good morning we said good morning i said hello i said good morning to you becca it's good to see you i have a housekeeping item just one right now uh so we were talking about this backstage i i have shut down it's my arizona. instagram my arizona it is arizona I have shut down my DMs on Instagram. I know a lot of people DM me on Instagram. So you can't DM me on Instagram unless we're mutuals and it's not personal. The reason I had to do this is because there's a lot of spam going around and a lot of people are having problems with, uh, so you'll get messages from like bots. And if you open them, it will, they'll, they can grab like your password and stuff. And then they log you out of your account. And it's huge. It happened to Mrs. Rogers hood. It happened to a couple other people and I'm getting a ton of them. They all go into my request folder but I'm just sick of clearing it out. And so I've shut them off unless you're a mutual on Instagram. Um, if you need to reach me and we're not mutuals, we either need to be mutuals or you can shoot me an email. There's an email address on the about tab here on YouTube. So you can shoot me an email and yeah, you're a mutual. Shimes, good morning. It's good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. And thank you for being here. Um, you're a mutual. Yeah, it's it's not like I said, it's not personal. I'll probably turn them on again uh, in a month or two. But for right now, I'm getting just bombarded with that and a lot of spam like I get a lot of people that just send me just multiple videos a day that really don't have anything to do with anything that's why I shut my shit off and this so kind of ties into what we want to talk about anyway right because it's yeah. about it's about keeping that it's not personal it's just right. how I operate like right. if I don't text you back or if I don't answer you like it's three to five business days it's not personal it's just it's just how I roll like I gotta right. I gotta, I, I, I don't even go. I like, you just can't like, if it is super important, um, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty out there now that Sonia is probably going to be the best person to try to get at, 
uh, or to send, like I said, to send me, to take that extra step, go find my email address and send me an email. Cause it's there. Yeah. Um, you just it's that important. The spamming though. I just can't, I get a lot of that on TikTok too. People just, I'll get like 50 DMS a day. People just sending me random videos of just random shit. And, and they're just kind of going through and just sending them. There's no context or anything to it. And I always, I always had like this thing around DMS where they were for building that connection. In my opinion, for me, they were building a connection. But like, I, I don't know. I don't like the spamming of. of I've never. I turned my messages off on TikTok real fucking quick a long time ago. Like on all. I can't. Videos. Well, and I can't do that because I, I book a lot of people through DMs on TikTok, and so there has to be like a. But we have to be mutuals on TikTok in order for you to send me a message. So, uh, or sending me, I'll get a lot of people too that'll send me their own videos because they're not getting enough views. Like. And I know that's what it is. Like, you don't say it, but I know that's what the deal is. Um, and I'm just, I'm not down for that either. So, cause I, the view thing just doesn't really matter to me. I messaged you, my page's personal account. My real name is not my UV screen name. Did you, okay. All right, I'll look, I'll look. I haven't even been in my request folder for a little while. Um, good morning. That's it. That's all I have for housekeeping items. Um, we're going to talk about today being... I, so I listened to a podcast. I took my kids to the pool yesterday for like four fucking hours and I burnt to a crisp. So we're not going to the pool today, but I took them to the pool yesterday. Normally when I take them to the pool, I'm not big into swimming. I like to just lay in the sun and get as much vitamin D as I can. And I listen to podcasts. Like I'll listen to like Joe Rogan with Joe Rogan and Mr. Beast a while back. I listened to uh, Mel. Oh, I can't think of her last name now. Hold on. She's a motivational speaker. Her name, Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins is her name. And so I was listening to one of her podcasts and she was talking about uh, you being like you are who you surround yourself with. And so if you want to be successful in the field that you're in, you need to surround yourself with people and situations who are successful um, in the field that you're in. And so like if you want to be a millionaire being an entrepreneur, you need to surround yourself with other millionaires who are entrepreneurs and just kind of listen and, and follow kind of what they do. And it really got me thinking about the circle. You know, we have talked a lot about that inner circle and the outer circle and what that kind of looks like and how important it is to have an inner circle. But I think it's almost more important to have that right inner circle, the 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 right people around you, people that align with your purpose or what you want to do in life um, and people who are more elevated at it than you are. That's equally as important, like surrounding yourself and not just people either. But like content too, I cleaned up, I spent last week, all week cleaning up my, my algorithm and cleaning up my FYP pages um, and following people who, uh, you know, I, I feel like I want to not become, but I want to model myself kind of after or actions that they took that I want to, you know, take too, and really kind of cleaning that up. And it was interesting how, how quickly my mindset changed just by doing that one thing, just by, instead of feeding my, my FYP full of garbage which a lot of it was um now it's more full of like you know tips and tricks on how to do this or it's full of you know my success stories and i love that i love hearing other people's success stories um and I'm, i was kind of here for it and so i was listening to this podcast it was about two hours long and she went into a, a great deal of depth about surrounding yourself with people who are going to elevate you to that next level or they and they force you to elevate to that next level because they aren't going to tolerate anything less they don't want a bunch of scrubs in their inner circle either. So you need to step your game up. 
Have you ever given any thought to that? Like you are who you surround yourself with? 110%. And we've actually had conversations about this, just worded in a different way. Your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Mm -hmm. And also your your diet isn't just what you physically consume as a, as a food, right? Your mm -hmm. diet is the music that you listen to. It's the people that you surround yourself with. It's the content that you make. It's the books that you read. It's the movies that you watch. If you're constantly surrounding yourself in negativity and in, in, in low things and stuff that doesn't align with you, then that's what you're going to get, right? Because the universe always says yes. It also ties into the confirmation bias too. So now your brain is going to constantly pick out all of those negative things to confirm the reality that you told it that it was. That's why mindset's so important. That's why staying present is so important. And when you surround yourself with the positivity, with the affirmations, with the success stories, now your brain, that confirmation bias is going to pick out the success, right? Like if you buy a yellow car, all of a sudden you see yellow cars everywhere because your brain is constantly trying to confirm the reality in which you told it. And paying that and paying that that cover charge and, and being around. And when I say paying the cover charge, I don't mean a monetary value. I mean that standard of civility, of respect, of effort put in. That's your cover charge, right? Mm -hmm. I used to do this, and this is how I've modeled my telegram and my process of, of getting in and in, in, in interaction with the flock and having access to everything that we've built is I used to be a manager at a car dealership and I ran the call center and scheduling BDC department. And when people would call, I'd have an ad out to hire call center reps and they would call or, you know, throw in an application and I would leave them a message and I would call them from my work phone and I would leave them a message to call me back on my cell phone number. If you couldn't follow a simple direction to call me back on a different number that I called you from, how are you going to work in a call center? Right. Right. So right. That's, that's the mentality that I have after it. If you can't even follow simple directions and listen actively to the message that you're receiving and you just call back the number that was called, you don't even take the time to listen to what I'm saying, then we're not, it can't go any further. You already failed. And I think with, and I want to piggyback on what you said with that, when you're adding that extra step that people have to do, then that kind of, it, it does, it kind of, it weeds out the people who are serious about things mm -hmm. and the people who are not serious about things. Because if you are serious about doing what you do, you're going to take that extra step. You're going to listen to that message. You're going to grab a pen, grab a paper, write the phone yeah. number down because it's not right there. You know what I'm right. saying? And nowadays in the internet age and the social media age, it's so easy for people to just fire off messages, just fire things off, fire this off, fire off videos without putting any kind of context or thought behind it. Or, and I honestly, even like believing that the person that you're sending it to is a person that's going to read it. Like, I think a lot of people have this mental block where when we're firing off DMs like that, they're not a real person and it's not bad. I think it's just the way that it, it sits. Like you're not thinking about, you haven't put really any thought into, into it behind. Um, and that's okay too. Like, and, and that's fine. If, if you do that, that's perfectly fine. But I don't resonate with stuff like that. And so if you were to send me a video or send me a message, like I think it was, I don't remember who sent me a message yesterday, but she sent me a video. It's funny as shit. Like it was so funny. And I don't know why it was so funny. I died laughing. And I was like, oh my God, that's hilarious. And, but there was context. You know, I, I thought this make you smile, ship. And I, and I thought that's really sweet. I'm more inclined 
to read and respond to your message if there's a message attached to it. If there's a, hey, ship, I saw this. This ties into the live that you did last week with so-and-so. Right, like or, they connect the dots for you. They, yes, they connect the dots. But the people that randomly just spam me constantly. Some, I got one that keeps sending me videos about 2,000 mules. And obviously, regardless of, of where you've been, uh, you uh, you know that I'm, I, have, I have no desire to watch 2,000 mules, nor do I care. And, and we've talked it out. You know, it's dead. Like, it's a dead horse for me at this point. It's a yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Um, <laughs> but they keep sending me stuff about 2,000 mules and the election odd freight. I'm just like, that's really not where my head's at right now. And I don't expect people to know that either. But I know that I don't spam. I don't do that. Like, and maybe that's just to me. Like, I don't spam videos to people. I just, I, I never really got into that. I, if I'm going to send you something, I'm going to put context behind it. Because it made me think of you. And right. I think that adds that personal touch. Or if I want it, like if I think that it should be reshared, that's where I'm going to drop it in my Telegram group, right? Like this is, this relates to this topic here. Do with it what you will, right? Like here's an idea. Um, I, this comment that you have, uh, pay attention to how I feel. This has been one of the biggest lessons that I have gotten the most reward out of that I'm really struggling with the fact that I've been upset with myself that I haven't done this sooner is paying attention to where you feel that. Like, I know what I'm done. I'm done with a conversation. I'm done with a live. I'm done with whatever it is I'm doing. When I start to get that like dizzy, nauseous feeling, mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm done. Mm -hmm. I got to go. And the minute, like, it's, it's not even like, okay, I need to leave. The minute I end whatever I'm doing immediately, it's released. I feel fine. I'm good. I'm no longer, I no longer feel like I'm going to pass out or anything like that. And that's a huge, mine's very much in like my gut, like that feeling of, okay. And then my head too. And when I'm getting, when I'm correct on things and when things are aligning, that's where I get the ear ringing. And that's where I get like, it's like, right. It's like right here. And I get like a, like a pressure, like almost like a, like a download or like a connection. It's so that's, that's where I'm at. That's it. Well, and I think with Erin, she says, I, so she says, I pay attention to how I, after I see people, if I'm constantly exhausted, I reallocate my time I spend with them. Yes. And we've talked about that. That's kind of like the, the, the energy and vampires. not even energy vampires, but maybe not even that. Maybe those people just aren't on the same frequency as you. And it's just kind of like, it's just not meshing. And so it's, it's just, really, yeah. really, it's hard for you and it's exhausting for you because you keep, you know, kind of butting up against this energy that's not absorbing it. Um, so there's a little bit of that too, to it, but I think the more, so this is more about not necessarily like who you shouldn't be, but maybe who you should be surrounding yourself with. And, and, and again, I, I, I kind of want to take this more back to content, like what you're surrounding yourself with is equally as important. Yes. Um, and she had talked about yesterday. So the, the six, so there's six reasons why you are who you surround yourself with. And I'm going to run through them real quick. And then we're going to, we'll kind of talk about them a little bit. Um, but let's go to the first one. Maybe. Take three reasons. Take Number one. I'm here. Hold on a second. I got to get a paper and a pen. I have a pen and a paper. Them. I'm going to go through them and then we'll discuss each one. So the first one is we are hardwired to fit in. So let's rewind to somewhere around 20,000 years ago and throw it back to our hunter-gatherer days. Back then, we lived in small tribes in order to survive. Due to the limited resources and the variety of dangerous predators that roamed the earth, being rejected or ostracized from the tribe was practically a death sentence. 
You simply could not survive without your tribe in those days. Everyone within the tribe recognized this as a reality and it promoted obedience. If you didn't fit in with everybody else, you were going to lose your life. It really was that simple. Today's world doesn't present us with the same dilemma, but our primal survival instincts are still alive and well. Even though rejection doesn't equate death anymore, we still fear it greatly. We crave acceptance and social belonging, and the rejection is a different threat to these two things. Sometimes we even adjust our values and our worldview to feel like we belong. If you've ever found yourself agreeing with someone you don't really agree with or saying something out of character to gain acceptance from a certain group, you have your natural survival instincts to blame. Thoughts. That's a good one. I never uh, thought about I have, that. I, I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. So this this ties into um, some of the readings that I'm doing on the reading with Rebecca with the power of now and still the mind. And then we've also done sections out of, um, is it? Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. And, and they talk about this. They talk about, about the fitting in and there's a difference between acceptance and belonging. And that's where it gets when you to be accepted, that's where you have to change yourself and figure out, right? You have to, you have to blend and change to be accepted into whatever group you're in. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the belonging, belonging is, is fitting in because of who you are and not having to change. So I feel like as society, right, as she's talking about, if we go back to the hunter gatherer days, like you were accepted if you just did the things that you were naturally supposed to do and you were true to yourself, right? Now we get into acceptance as the brand of clothes you wear, the kind of content that you post, the things that you say, right? The, 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 the fucking pronouns that you use, like I just, and that's the difference between the acceptance and the belonging, the belonging is it doesn't matter who I am or what I do as long as I'm true to myself. That's 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 where we have the commonality. That's where that group is formed. That's where that belonging comes. And then as far as the flight versus fight, we do still have that instinct and it's no longer out of a survival mode. Right. You're not fighting literally for your life anymore. You're fighting now. It's now it's that emotion. Now it's that that ego that's going to fight for its life. It's it's that survival of the emotion instead of the physical. Okay. And I, I would have to, I mean, I, you know, I agree with that. I don't, uh, I don't, I just don't really have anything to piggyback off that, but I would agree with that. We, we used to do it out of survival because we would die if we weren't surrounded by our tribe, but now we're kind of in this place where you're not going to die. Right. I mean, you're just, you know, and, and the difference between belonging and acceptance and uh, I'm here for that. Um, the next one is number two is attitudes are cor courageous. Huh? Attitudes are contagious. Another reason why you are who you surround yourself with is because attitudes are contagious. If you surround yourself, if you're, if you're surrounded by people who are motivated and hungry to live a better life, you'll be more likely to follow the crowd and live a life more intentionally. If you surround yourself with people with low self-esteem who don't believe they can change who they are, you'll unconsciously start to believe the same thing. Not because you don't want to, or not because you want to, but because you have you have to in order to survive. We want to feel like we belong in this world, and friendships help us achieve that sense of belonging. We feed off each other's energy, goals, and even differences because that sense of connection is necessary for our survival. When it's working for you, it's a beautiful phenomenon. However, when it's working against you, it can turn you into an angry, bitter, and resentful about your friends and who they are turning you into. Yeah, woof. 
oh. on that one. And that, that it Dang. just, it does. It flows right into everything that your, your vibe attracts your tribe. And, you know, we've, but you're, about- but, but does your vibe attract your tribe? Because not really. Cause if your vibe is really high, you're going to attract those low vibrational people because they are attracted to the light. I've never liked that saying. Not necessarily though. I've never, I've never resonated with it because it, it, it was the same, you know, that's where my mentality went. It's like, I don't really attract my tribe. I attract people with on a lower vibration, people who are insecure and people who are, because I am so secure, because I am so strong, because I am a leader, I attract people that need a leader and need a follower. So I attract a lot of needy and not in a bad way, but just people who have lots of needs and lots of self-esteem issues and lots of, you know, and that's kind of what I'm realizing. So I'm not really, I don't know. I just never resonated with that statement because I felt like it was never true. But in, in that being your tribe though, so there's duality in all of it. And then this ties into surrounding yourself with the people that elevate you. Right. So you have both sides of it. This is why you bring people on your show. Right. This is why, right. Like you, you talk yeah. to other leaders, right. So I tried to. Right. <laughs> Hi, it's hard sometimes because people only show you what they want you to see online. And we've run into this. I mean, we've been doing this for a year and a half. We run into this a handful of times, like people on TikTok or Instagram or whatever are, they seem super outgoing and super comfortable in front of the camera and super like leadership. You bring them on the show and they just, they clam up and it's, and it's not bad. I mean, I get it. Cause I'm, I'm live all the time. So I get that they can be kind of nerve wracking and I do my best to try to, you know, open the doors, but sometimes it's just hard. So people only show you what they want you to see. That doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that's exactly who they are. Right. So again, it, it goes back to, um, what are you attracting then at that point? And it's, I think again, with it, the online stuff, it just makes it really easy to be somebody that you're not. It, you can't do it forever. Obviously, we have the three-month rule, right? But it gets really easy to be something that you're not. And so I think a lot of that time, we attract leaders. Yes, we attract my tribe. But when the layers are peeled back, um, it's not exactly what I thought it was. You know what I'm saying? So I want to break this down a little bit because I view this mm-hmm. differently. Than, and I know where you're going with it, right? Because mm-hmm. you're, you're talking about the people that need to be led, right? If we're going to break this down. But if they didn't exist, then you wouldn't have a role. You wouldn't be a leader without people to lead. That's true. Kind, so kind do, of. It's not attracting these. It's not attracting the opposite. It's attracting what you need in order to become what you're supposed to be. Okay. I never thought of it that way. That is a better way to look at things. Because without my flock, what would I be doing? I don't know. Without you guys, I don't know what I'd be doing. Exactly. I'd probably, I'd probably still be live. I'd just sit here by my damn self. Right. But it's that, it's that constant, it's that constant ever give and take yin and yang, right? You need that duality. So yes, you align yourself. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Your tribe is your crew. My tribe Mm -hmm. is my flock. And I know that, and I've been doing, I've been doing a dive in the human design and all this other stuff. And oh my God, it's like dead on balls accurate. But I know that I'm a projector and I know that like, in my soul of souls, I know that nobody finds me by accident. And it is, it is definitely people finding me. I don't find people, people find me. I know that 100%. I'm not, I'm here for it. I I agree. And Um, as far as attitudes are contagious, I mean that, I think that's why, that's why we are the new, we are the new media. That's why like, it's a whole vibe. Right. And that's why, 
that's why people keep coming back because our lives are contagious. Our vibe is contagious. Our, our content is contagious. Our lifestyle is contagious. And that one little drop, right, is going to ripple out into this whole effect. Your inner circle, your outer circle, those circles are going to start connecting. And then that's how, that's how the consciousness happens. That's how all of us come together in unity with this. So I want to touch back on that too, because I had this thought before we went live today, but we talk about the collective and we talk about this an awful lot to, to raise the vibration of the collective and to the raise energy the of frequency. the frequency, raise the frequency, raise the frequency of the yeah. whatever. So we talk about this and we talk about it an awful lot. I wonder if anybody's ever thought of, of uh, you being your own collective. Have you ever thought about that? Like well, that, you being that goes into the rule of 10, right? So like, and like the, what is it? It's the rule of 10. So you have like your, your, your 10 in your circle. And then what is it in less than like in less than six connections, everybody's connected. I think that what is, is that the thing? So, right. Like if I have, if I'm, if I'm me, if I'm my own consciousness, right. My own collective and my immediate, ouch, my immediate circle is let's say 10, let's just call them 10. Right. And then you have your own collective and your 10 and then their 10 and then their 10 overlaps and it looks like sacred geometry mm -hmm. and it all connects eventually so yeah so your so your individual vibration could regardless of 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 the collective's energy on the grand scale of things your your vibration could affect a basically all the people that's what you're saying correct mm -hmm. so through you know and not necessarily intentionally maybe unintentionally but your i don't know i thought about that like you have your own and we talk about the large collective but you will each have your own little collective that you impact and you affect and um and that you are affected by too so as you're in the middle of yours you're also on the sub outlet of somebody else's right and so you're being affected by theirs and this is again why it's so important that you're making sure that you surround yourself with people who uh, think like not think like you and I don't like that either because you want people to challenge you like and I love I it's love being belonging challenged. it's the belonging, that belonging. I, yeah. I you want to surround yourself with people who have similar mindsets and similar goals who are always for me it's people who always want to do better for me it's people that bring solutions not problems I am that's who I want to surround myself with I'm um and I, I don't, whoever it is for anybody else, like I know some people, they like to surround, they love the the gossip, right? The water cooler stuff. And that's who they surround themselves with. They surround themselves with people who also love to gossip and around the water cooler stuff. And they love to talk about people. And that's fine. Uh, that is not, that is not a circle that I want to be a part of. But I find it's a very popular circle. It's a circle that is very popular amongst the masses. Like there's lots of them. So you could like go What's from the there. quote? What's the quote? What is it? <clears throat> um, I don't know. Good. Uh, oh, shit mess knows the quote. What's the quote? I'm blinking. Go on. Continue. It'll come. Okay. It'll come. Well, we, we can go to the next one. Yeah. So the next one is number three. We need our identity supported. A lot of us identify with certain traits like being a film fanatic, a clean eater, a fitness freak, or a productivity machine, etc. Uh, these are all characteristics that make up our personal identity. However, we also have another form of identity called our social identity. While in our personal identity is about our habits and routines, our social identity is about our sense of who we are based on the groups and factions we associate ourselves with, religion, clubs, ethnic groups, mothers, fathers, etc. The study conducted a college, on a college campus showed that a social identity support is the biggest predictor of whether or not two people will become very close friends. In similar terms, best friends were often part of the same crowd. They were members of the same gym, teammates on a tennis team, or members in the same fraternity, etc., 
We choose to be friends with these people because they reaffirm who we are. Whether this is a good or a bad thing, it is dependent upon one factor, whether or not you feel good about who you are when you're with them. If you don't, then you likely, then you're likely to keep choosing friends who reaffirm and uphold traits that you'd rather not have. If you do feel good about who you are, then your self-esteem and inner happiness will rise as your social circle accentuates those characteristics. That's interesting. Are you taking notes or what are you doing? I, yeah, I'm just processing for a second. I I have a lot of thoughts on that because I'm I'm on this other, like I'm on this other side of, identifying with outside things right because then that gets into that fight or flight protecting your model because your identity you think that your identity model is going to get hit because people start to identify with those groups so if that group it goes into like almost a codependency thing like if that group didn't exist you're still here like that's not that's not truly your identity like that's not who you are okay. But it could be, but I think, I think what it means more so is if you hang out with people that make you feel shitty, they're going to enunciate. Like if, if you hang out, like, okay. So if you hang out with a group of people who have low self-esteem, right? It's like misery loves company. And you got this group of people, they all have low self-esteem. They're constantly whining. They're constantly complaining. And so then you're eventually, if you hang out with them long enough, that is going to bring out your insecurities and your, you know, want to, to right. need to run. But if you you're hang out with talking like they do about yourself to correct. fit in. Correct. Or, you know, or just out of habit. And I've, I've done this before. Like I have yeah, lowered my lower down in order yeah. to fit back into the relationship so that I, you know, we're not doing it now, but I, I've absolutely done it before. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure people have done it with me too. Like I'm sure there have been times where I've been in that, that lower part too, where they've kind of like come back down to, to try and, and um, I guess see things as I saw them. Uh, or you can surround yourself with people, even if you have low self-esteem, but if you surround yourself consistently with people who have high self-esteem, you're eventually going, your self-esteem is eventually going to naturally rise. So I don't think it has anything to do with identity, you know, creating your identity based off of a group, but I think it has more to do with enunciating um, the strong key point factors of the group. So if you got a group that's always sad, it's going to bring right. out the sadness in you. If you got a group that's always happy, it's going to bring out the happiness in you regardless regardless of the situation as a whole of what's going on. I think I'm coming I mean, at the word identity from a different definition standpoint. I think maybe, that's yeah. where I'm reading at right now, that's where my brain is going. Yeah, I don't I I kind of I get what you're saying cuz you don't want to identify yourself based off of the thoughts and the actions of a group. Right. Because that's you are your own person, but I think what they're talking about is, is more of like, you may not be identifying yourself, but it is going to be that part of your identity. Cause we all have different parts of our identity. That part of your identity is going to get enunciated if that's who you choose to surround yourself with. And mm -hmm. that part of your identity may not be something that you want to have enunciated. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. It looks like all of your personalities clashing. Correct. Yes. Okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, when we had Char's birthday and like, Goose came and visited and my dad met my mother-in-law for the first time. Like, oh my God, all of my realities are coming together right now. I don't know how I feel about this. Right. Um, then there's another part of this says, what kind of people should you surround yourself with? Now that you know why you are who you surround yourself with, the next logical question to ask is, well, what kind of people should I associate with? This simple answer would be to find people that are more successful than you are. And at 
And that would be a good place to start, but it's not really the full picture. Here's a better strategy. Find the people who embody the changes you want to make in your character. Just because someone is successful doesn't mean that they're going to fit the description. Your circle should reflect the traits and values that you want to possess. So start thinking about the top two or three changes that you're looking to make over the next 12 months. Do you want to become happier? Do you want to start working out and making health a priority? Do you want to become more productive? Figure out which of these changes are more important to you. Once you pinpoint exactly what you want to change about your personality, you now know exactly what to look for when befriending other people. As you spend more time with people who have the same traits that you want, fitting in will become an asset and not a liability. Thoughts? Just because they are successful doesn't mean it's going to align with your model. I So right. that, that huge, yes, absolutely. And that boils into exactly what we were talking about Tuesday. Do you remember when we were like, you don't see all the steps. You don't see all the little stepping stones, all the sacrifices, all of the ways that we had to fail and try again to get to this point, right? And I feel like that just because they're successful, if you don't know how they were successful, if you didn't see the breakdown of it, it might not align with where you're going at all. And I think this boils down to manifesting and, and working with the outcome and trusting the process and not trying to change and manifest the process in order to get the outcome, right? So you want to you wanna talk about the, the general changes that you want to make. You want to live in abundance, right? Don't manifest the money, manifest the abundance, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so not the, not the, not the progress process, the outcome. So, and some people too, kind of to piggyback off of that, some people portray themselves as successful and they're not. So, and this is something. Again, well, is success you, is, what is success? What is success, success to you? Well, that's just it. It's some, it depends on what you surround yourself with. It depends on what success is to you. And I know from personal experience, like success to me, you know, is what it is. And I, but I've also seen a lot of people who portray themselves as something that they're not. And so, and are very good at it, uh, especially in the beginning, right? They've, they've got websites and they've got these projects and they've been doing this and they've, they've got all of these. But then as you go in and you start to surround yourself with them and, and as things start to progress, you start to realize that maybe not all of that stuff was as genuine as you originally thought, or maybe there's a lot of holes in it, right? There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, then we talked about the follow through. There was really no follow through with any of it. Like you, you, you claim to be this, this person, but you haven't actually done anything in six months, a year. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be me like coming out and being like, well, my name is shipwreck. I run a, I run a podcast, right? I'm a very successful podcaster, but that I haven't uploaded or done a live in a year. Like I haven't done anything with it, or I've only done three and they're over the course of five years. So I'm not really a pod. Like, and I think that triggers me like a motherfucker. Like a motherfucker when people come out and they portray themselves to be something that they are quite obviously not. Um, and I don't know why it triggers me because really it's none of my business. I don't give a shit what you do. I got to do my own thing. You know, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to come out here and be like, well, I'm, I'm the best TikToker ever. And I've got all these followers. I know that. Like my, my, actually my account's on its way out. I'm thinking about kicking this fucking app to the curb, by the way. I'm still sitting I have those thoughts every single day. I'm just going to delete. I'm done. I'm just done. I'm just going to go to Telegram and then I don't do it. 
I have, well, I've had this warning on my account for a month and a half and it's just not. And then I just got, I lost like four videos yesterday. And I'm like, you know what? I just, I'm, I'm just over, like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to make a video and just be like, look, follow me on Instagram. Like I'll still make TikToks, but I'm going to set them to private and I'm going to crop out the watermarks and I'm just going to post them everywhere else. Like I, I'm just, I'm over TikTok. Um, but I want to go back to that. Like, and I, I, so I, there has to be, as you're, as you're doing this and you're trying to find yourself, the people that you, you want to be, and you want to surround yourself with, you have to have, uh, you have to be very, you have to have concernment with it. You have to be very, be very cautious. Cause a lot of people are, especially again, because everything is done online. Everything we do is online. Everything that you see are people only showing you what they want you to see. You're not seeing the other side. Like you're not seeing outside you were, the frame. You're not seeing outside the frame. And you had talked about this, the blood, the sweat, the tears, like the amount of work Then maybe that's why I get so triggered by people coming out and saying that they are one thing and, or saying that they're something. And then they're not because the amount of work that I put into this is astronomical. It, it really just is. It just is like the, the amount of research that we put into the different topics we're going to talk about. The, the podcast that I listened to yesterday was because I had the idea of doing the show today. And then the article that I went and found, I found last night, I read through it all. And I thought this would be good. I took fucking notes. Like I'm, I'm, then I got to bring you on. Then I'm like, okay, where's she at for today? Is she ready <laughs> I'm to right talk here about for this? it. Does she have anything that she needs to talk about? Like, I feel like we've told a story about this. Yeah. But the we Chinese. Have. Yeah, maybe. Is this a Chinese farmer story? Maybe. Yeah. Fucking nuts. And it was, oh my God, there's some deja vu here, but we did it. I remember we did it. Um, but I, and I, so it does, it triggers the shit out of me when people are like, why well, I, I run a podcast. Oh, you do? Okay. Show it to me. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't had an episode in a year and a half. Cause they don't you, have any got, foundation. There's and no you got four on there total. And I've got 570. Okay. It's just, and maybe that's, and that's a me thing. And I get that. I got to work on it. Cause who the hell am I to tell people that they're not something that they think they are. But that's because I just, I pour myself so much into this. It almost feels like a smack in the face when people are like, because yeah, you I, identify, I, you identify with your integrity. You identify with your fellow. Yeah, like, it I, does. It yeah, feels so, like it's stabbed in my like, yeah, integrity. Yeah. That's what it is. It's because you, yeah. you're so closely identified. That's why, that's why I struggle with identifying with things. Right. Because then when they get hit without, they, they're going to, Ooh, that hits your mm -hmm. model. You don't like that. And mm -hmm. that's why. And I'm the same. I'm the same way. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I And I've learned to just keep my fucking mouth shut because I know it's something that, and it's probably something you too, probably something we need to work on and heal because we are way too triggered by it. Way too triggered. Like way more than we should be. Well, I'm, I know I am. I am way more and triggered then, by And then we're triggered because we're triggered, right? And then, and then yeah. And so now I'm it. sitting here like, Jesus, where did this come from? Why am I like, now I'm like yeah, back in my, I, I was 10. And I was at this track meet and then this girl, she didn't even put in hardly no work. Right. And they still gave her a medal and I worked for like my ass off and I didn't get a medal, but that's where it, see, that's where it's so, coming from. So I'm not the only one that tries to go into, an, into, into, a, into a meditation to like yeah. try and solve this immediate trigger. And then all of a sudden we're back to, do you remember when you were 10 and you said this dumb fucking thing to mm -hmm. Frank in math class? And that's why you're the way that you are now. Great. Awesome. That's what it, that's where it stems from. It stems from, and I've really had, to, and then again, like when I was in my twenties and in my early thirties, I worked, I worked in a, like I'm pretty male dominated, I was a sales manager. 
it was male dominated. And all these guys had these huge egos, right? I didn't know this at the time. I didn't have much of an ego. I just, I was pretty, I'd like to think I'm pretty humble for the most part. I, I can talk up about myself, but because I overworked my ass to get where I'm at in, which is still not really very far, but we're getting there. But then even then, like these overinflated egos from these guys were like, yeah, I'm like, really Ryan? Like, no, you're not like, no, you haven't. You've been on vacation like the whole month. Okay. Your people ain't heard from you. They've been coming to me with their fucking like, really, Ryan, really? Are you the best? Did you really earn these numbers? No, you didn't. Did you really earn that commission? No, you didn't. Cause you were gone the whole month. Like you should probably split that with the other managers that took care of your team when you just fucking dipped on them. For, like really? But then like, and I thought, but I thought everybody else would see it too, but nobody else would see it. They'd be like, yeah, Ryan's the man. Like, fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> like, I can't handle this. I can't, I can't handle it. Ryan. <laughs> I am a firm. I'm, I'm over the moon. Like, and we've talked about this before with content creators taking uh, your content, taking your ideas, and then just becoming hugely successful with them while you're over here just yeah. piddling away. Like, oh, well, we've been working for two years on this shit. You did it in what, four hours? Good, congratulations. It's a li- it leaves a little bitter oh. taste in your mouth. And we've really had to learn to be yeah. like, you know what? It's stuck right Good here. for them. Because imitation is the, the best form of flattery, right? Yeah. And it's not really about the instant. And we talk a lot about this no, too. It's not, not really about that instant fame. It's about the slow and, and when as you long take as we're still moment, growing. Yeah. And yeah. you step outside of that emotion and you're like, okay, this isn't. But it's hard for me yeah. to step outside of the emotion with the whole like, yeah, I do what you do. You do? Show me. And then I go look and no, you don't. You don't, you don't do what I do. Not even in the slightest. Right. But I'm going to ignore it because it's who not am I to give you that it. feedback. It's I am not usually ignoring like, it. Whatever. It's not going numb to it. I had this conversation the other day. It's not going numb to it. It's, it's allowing it to pass through you. I'm, I just wish it just didn't have to though. Cause I don't like that feeling very much. I don't like to be like so fucking worked up about it because I feel and I do. I feel like that's a me thing. And maybe that again, that's because I've surrounded myself with. People, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's a door and not a window. Look, now we got the windows. Now you can just open the window and let it pass through. Don't let it hit your door. Don't let it hit the door. I wish I could. That's a lake. It's not even an ocean. Like that's my that's what I'm manifesting right now. I don't know if you know this. Like we're looking at 10 years down the road when the kids are old and moved out, but like I am manifesting like a container house, like a tiny home on a lake. I have the lake picked out and everything. Like it's it's out in South Dakota. And that's what I'm manifesting right now. I have no idea how the fuck we're gonna make it happen. But I'm manifesting the shit. And it'll happen when it's supposed to happen and whatever. It'll happen when it's supposed to happen. happen. Yeah, maybe. That's right. Maybe. No, it's going to happen. Like, I, I thought I sat with this for a long time, too. When no, the how. To the how. Oh, the how. Like, with the... There was a time in my 20s when we were really struggling. Like, I had just had my oldest. And he was just babe. We were living in a basement apartment. It had mice. And it had, like, punch lights. And it was below a college dorm house. So they were always drinking and partying. And I, it was... Just, that. I was poor, right? And yeah. we just had nowhere to go. So we... And it was a little one-bedroom. It was just a real shithole. And I remember sitting on the couch in my shithole one night after work and really kind of envisioning what it, I always wanted to own a house. Like everything that I was doing was really trying to figure out how I was going to move into a house and, and how I was going to buy a house. And how was, that was my, that was my laser focus on things. And it took me so long to get there. Like it took me 
our, our middle child, after he was born, we finally got out of renting and bought our first house. And that he's nine now and bought our starter home. And we finally did that. It took me that long. And I was sitting here because I'm like, I'm bitching about because I'm like, God, it's so dark down here. It's so dank. But then I, like immediately I went back to that time where I was in that basement apartment with the little tiny baby and the mice and the bugs and the, the refrigerator that didn't work, you know, and I'm like, God, will you just shut the fuck up? Like, look at what you got. Like, look at what you have. You could you you could turn this into something beautiful if you really wanted to, but you won't because you can't put your phone down for more than five minutes, right? <laughs> and it really humbled the shit. I'm like, yeah. And I think a lot of us don't realize that we are, this is how manifestation works. And I, I think too many people expect it to be like instant. Like they want that instant, like I'm going to manifest this right now. And then they're like hoping that it'll happen in six months or a year. That's great. Fucking shoot for the moon. You land among the stars, right? But we're talking like this has been years down the road that I, I wanted exactly this house. Like from the, the flooring upstairs to, to the color of the walls. When I was sitting in that basement apartment because it was back in the early 2000s and that was the cool thing at the time was exactly this. That's what I wanted. A split level with a couple bedrooms and bath, you know. And now I'm sitting here like, at it's so dark. Like, God, I'm a piece of shit. That's how manifestation smack works. yourself across the face, right? I did. Have like, you ever done that? Like, have you yeah. ever, like, realized that this is where you wanted, to, you know, um, you're finally all here? All the time. I'm constantly in the, I chose this. I chose this. Mm -hmm. And you, ch that's why the duality is so important. That's why this has to happen in manifestation. Manifestation looks so different for people. Not everybody manifests the same and time in the universe time, the way that we understand time, I say time to you and you're automatically going to go somewhere with time. We're all going to go the same place because we've been programmed, but time isn't linear and time is the density of time is controlled by your thoughts and the universe doesn't understand and doesn't follow the same laws of time that we have been conditioned to believe. So when you're trying to manifest a deadline, that's not, it's not going to work, right? Like right. you can't, that's manifesting the pro the process, not the outcome. You want to manifest the outcome, right? Not the process because you, you have to just trust the process. You can't, you can't try and control that because you never know the outcome. Right. And it might look different. How you think it's going to go might look completely different. It needed to take that long. We looked for property for four years, like mm -hmm. aggressively looked for property. It was tough. And then all of a sudden this just fell. It just mm -hmm. fell in our fucking lap and everything went way too easy for it to not be what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And it didn't look at all, at all, like I thought it would. Mm -hmm. That's what, and yeah, I, and you were exactly right. You're exactly right. Look at you. How profound Damn. are we? God dang. Okay. Uh, I mean, if we can, yeah. if we can, we can end on that. My tiny, I'm alone this morning. I have no uh, yeah. care help. So we can, we can, if we can end a few minutes early, that would be amazing. We absolutely can. We can wrap this up now, actually, if you want to. Ladies and gentlemen, Becca, thank you so much for coming on this morning. We love your face. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. We hope you have the best day ever. We are live tonight at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time with Kit Ryder. We're going to talk about Bill Gates. Bug burgers and whatever else she's got going on. So Kit Ryder tonight, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I will see you guys. Uh, keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mama says hi. Watch out for all of those deers. Bye, guys.